Is your website pretty? Mind your business. Does it work right? Mind your business. Can people find it? Mind your business. If you answered no or kinda to any of these questions, you came to the right podcast because we're going to help you mind your business. Here's your host, the lexical cognizant and SEO director guy of mind development and design, Mark Boyd. Welcome to the Mind Your Business podcast presented by the minds at Mind Development and Design. We appreciate you listening every week. I don't care how you're listening to us. We appreciate you being here. And we have back on our podcast, Melinda Emerson, small business lady, number one small business person in America. And that's for good reason. She's put a lot of work into it. She has a lot of insight into social media, which we covered on our last podcast. A lot of uh, social media missteps that businesses make. Melinda was kind enough to address those and give some recommendations on what you should do. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, what is the solution? And this week, we're talking about breaking out of your comfort zone. It's one of my favorite topics because it's, it's something that... I work on every year, quite frankly, and I we all have our own, I don't know, speed bumps along the way, our own obstacles to surpass in order to break out of our comfort zone. And one of the things I love about social media and about marketing today is you can be yourself. People want transparency, but transparency isn't as easy as it seems. And in order to achieve transparency, you have to break out of your comfort zone. So, Melinda, thank you for coming on the podcast again to discuss this. Oh, you're welcome, Mark. I'm happy to be here. So, in in your experience, and I, I want to emphasize here, uh, Melinda and I were talking about this before I pushed the record button. She has experience as a television producer. She has experience in many different aspects of marketing, and it's one of the things that I love about her is how she brings that experience to the table. And, you know, people talk about old school and new school. It all works together. And at the end of the day, the way it has, the way it has transpired with social media is you're sharing. And to share, you got to share a little bit about yourself. Melinda, in your experience, what was the first obstacle that you had to overcome in your in in marketing yourself? Because you you went out on your own. You're an entrepreneur and you made a name for yourself. That took great risk. What was the first obstacle you had to overcome to break out of your own comfort zone, if if I may ask? To be honest with you, so I have been an entrepreneur for almost 18 years. So I have had various marketing challenges that I have, you know, uh, <laughs> created for myself and some that have been, been put upon me. But I would have to say the very first marketing challenge I ever really had in my business was what I named my business. So, oh, really? my, yes, my consulting company is Quintessence Group. <laughs> so <laughs> the very first thing I did for myself was name my business something nobody could say or spell, <laughs> which which in hindsight was really not so smart um, because I cannot tell you how many times in a day, in a week, I have to spell the name of my company or I have to correct someone trying to pronounce the name of my company. And so um, when I rebranded myself 
10 years ago when I decided that, you know, because originally when I first started my, my business, I was a video production company. Then okay. we morphed into a web development and video production company. Then in 2007, we decided to do a reboot of what our real focus was going to be in our brand. And this was after I had my son and I really kind of wanted to change things up because I knew I just couldn't work like an animal anymore because now I had this little baby, you know. <laughs> um, and we realized by looking at the trends that social media was going to be a big deal. And I was like, you know what? What if we could figure out how to become experts in this social media stuff? I mean, this is what I was saying to my team in 2007. Sure. I was like, you know, Twitter had just started and, you know, people, Facebook was still something only college kids could use. And I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> this thing is going the way of everybody's going to be using this. This is going to change the world. This is going to be like the iPhone, you know. Um, <laughs> and And thank God I thought that way because we completely yeah. uh, changed the focus of our business to really focus on content development and social media, period. And so what ended up happening was I, I knew that one of the best ways for me to demonstrate my expertise was to become a brand myself. And so as we were kicking around, well, what should I call myself? It, it all started actually because of Twitter. I could not get my name, Melinda Emerson, on Twitter. And so wow. instantly, that, we were isn't like, that frustrating? Oh, it was ridiculous. In 2008, I couldn't get my name. You know, I was like, what? Like, who? Well, the and you had squatters back then that were that were finding the names of celebrities and saying, "Hey, I'm going to get CharlesBarkley.com." And I, I say <laughs> Charles Barkley because I remember him going. <laughs> I remember an interview with him on uh, on I think it was on ESPN. He's like, you know, it really is pathetic when a man can't own his own name, right? On uh, you know, on the <laughs> On the internet, but you have people who are like, "Hey, this guy's this guy's famous. I'm gonna I'm gonna take his CharlesBarkley.com. Hey, you can buy it from me for five hundred thousand dollars." Right, right, right. That is just such. Well, he was not famous <laughs> in two thousand eight. I wasn't. So, but what I found out thanks to Facebook is that there are seven other Melinda Emersons in the United States, which I did not know. Um, it, but fortunately for me. I own MelindaEmerson.com. I have since 2006. Oh, you, so. you, act, uh, that's right, because it, it redirects to Small Biz Lady. Yes. Or, or, or um, it, it, it redirects com. to your website. Sorry. MelindaEmerson.com. But my main website that we promote is SucceedAsYourOwnBoss.com. Yep. Um, so you've owned but, that since when? Since 2006. I've that's owned awesome. my name, my dot com. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, there was some stuff that, that we, we foreshadowed. Um, but in any case, we had to come up with a nickname for me on Twitter. And literally, I was working with a publicist at the time. And she was like, well, let's just come up with a name that tells people who you are and what you do. And literally, that is when I became Small Biz Lady. <laughs> and what we now know is that that was the best branding accident that ever happened to oh, me. Oh, yeah. And it was authoritative, but not offensive. You know, it wasn't. Yep small biz guru or small biz expert it was like small biz lady like it was like a brand that's under control you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so um yeah guru is a little bit overused yeah but small and, biz lady and, sounds like somebody you can trust 
Exactly. I mean, exactly. seriously. Like, people out here calling themselves gurus and stuff. It's like, yeah, I don't think so. And I didn't want Michael Gerber to call me and be like, really? Is that who you think you are? You know. So <laughs> I, I was just like, you know, I think the small biz lady thing works for me. Um, and, and it did. And so I was able to stop talking about Quintessence. Now, Quintessence is the company that I still own. All the checks get cut to Quintessence. <laughs> but... Um, but now we have, you know, Small Biz Lady is the brand and Small Biz Lady Enterprises is the company connected to the brand. So we actually now have two companies, Small Biz Lady Enterprises and Quintessence Group. And so Small Biz Lady Enterprises is my personal brand online, the blog, the website, the tweet chats, webinars, and eh, all that content development stuff. That's over <laughs> in Small Biz Lady land. And then we have consulting clients that we work with under Quintessence Group. So that is that was my number one. I guess I would say that was my number one and number two marketing challenges in life rolled up into one story. <laughs> that's that's big though. I mean, because that, that's that's a lot to overcome. Because I I have to imagine when you came up with quintessence, a lot of uh, imaginative, creative thought went into that, and then the I don't know the sour truth you wind up realizing, you know, at, that's not going to be what's going to get me where I need to be. It's exactly. actually, it actually can be uh, a, a hindrance. And, um, I, I, and again, it's inspirational that, you know, you, you know, you've, you've overcome that in your own way. And like you said, greatest accident that ever happened, small biz lady. Yeah. I wish I could tell you <laughs> we spent all this money and we focus grouped it. No. There's two people on the phone, and we were like, "Okay, can't get your name on Twitter. Let's come up with something else." Well, you know, Twitter. it's just it's just like some of the best songs that you ever heard in your life are these three chord songs. They're these really simple songs that you can sing along to. They're sure. easy to remember. They probably took the artist about 15 minutes to put together, and it's sure. not that they weren't trying. It's just that there was a moment. There was a moment. And it's just a moment. And you had your moment with Small Biz Lady. Yeah. I mean, who knew, right? <laughs> I mean, I did. <laughs> That's your number one hit. I, yeah. I, I never would, you know, I mean, I'm a very accidental business coach. I'm a very, you know. But it comes from your background. It comes from what you've experienced. In order to achieve something like that, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's not luck. No, no, it is not luck. It is you know, what Malcolm Gladwell calls it, it is, it is, it is mastery. It is hours and hours and hours of writing and reading and researching and just going through my own mental memory bank of hard learned, expensive lessons that yeah, I yeah. just try to think about and share because so much of running a business successfully is figuring out what you don't know. And so what I try to do in my business and my blog and how I coach people is really around helping people think differently about what they're yes. doing, you know, and that is really what is most powerful in my life for, for me to be able to say, look here, the stove is hot. Don't touch that stove. I know it's hot because there was once upon a time when I touched that stove. So I'm <laughs> telling you, don't touch the stove. Uh, and some people believe me and some people don't. There's plenty of people that don't believe water is wet. <laughs> and, I, and I say, God bless them. Go on out there. You know, um, 
But I think when it comes to marketing, you have to measure your marketing. You have to have goals and ROIs for what you're doing. And you need to be looking at it at least monthly. I mean, even if you're using SEO, you need to be looking at the report your SEO company is sending you and making sure it's moving the needle. And if it's not, you need to make sure you know why. I'm on the phone with our with our clients, some every week, some every other week, and some once a month. And it's exactly what you're saying. I owe that to them. I'm doing work. I'm watching. I mean, I'm up. I'm up at 536 o'clock every morning and I'm on the search engine forums and I'm keeping up with what is happening, what is new, where this whole thing is going. But at the end of the day, how does that affect our clients and how am I showing them how it affects them? And I have to be on the phone with them. I have to be on or on screen sharing, actually, because I show them analytics search console, our reports and everything. I go through that with them. I, I, uh, I owe it to them. And I think any SEO does, because like you said, has to be measurable. What am I paying for? How is, how are we progressing? Yeah. I mean, you certainly can't just let it ride. You know what I mean? And that's what a lot of people do. It's amazing to me how few people look at their Google analytics underneath the hood of their website. Oh my word. Yes. To, to even <laughs> know what, what's their best referral traffic? How is their organic search traffic? What is the bounce rate from their site? What are the keywords that they're measuring for? You know, like that stuff you need to know. What oh, absolutely. That your people actually like last year so you can give them more of it this year. Like, like, go look at that stuff. I know everything about my business. And, you know, when you mentioned bounce rate, too, that's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite areas, because we actually have a client where the bounce rate is higher than what I like. I mean, the benchmark that I use is 50 percent. If you're under 50 percent, you're generally doing good. I want to get it as as low as I can. Those are the kinds of things. If you've got to get out of your marketing, you know, shell, if you will, it's about picking one new thing and measuring it, whether it's launching a podcast, whether it's launching a new social media account like, you know, Snapchat or Instagram, or if it's like taking an existing platform that you're using like Twitter and trying to see how you can get your engagement up by, you know, leveraging artwork more effectively in your posts and stuff like that. I mean, you've got to try things and then look at it and measure it. The times of day when you're posting. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of things you can change. My thing is don't change too many things at once. Change one or two things, measure for two to three months, you know, measure them for six months and then see if it's working. That's really going to be the way to, to make a marketing change in your business. Well, you know, Melinda, you were kind enough to share some of your own personal experience and, you know, what was, you know, what were the stepping out of your own comfort zone. As far as, as far as businesses that you deal with, what would you say is the most common thing that you come across as far as you having to address a, a client and help, help them to work out of their comfort zone? If that's a fair question. I think the biggest challenge that I see small businesses have is not being niche focused enough. You know, really? people 
Yeah, people are still afraid to niche. I mean, it's amazing. You know, people still get into this. Well, everybody can use it, you know, kind of mentality. And I'm like, no. If everybody can use it, honey, nobody will be using it. Um, and so really getting people to hone in on a niche and really, really serve that niche and be um, disciplined enough not to get distracted out here with other stuff that doesn't have anything to do with your what your core expertise really is. It's like, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, who makes more money? Your primary care vision your primary care physician or your cardiologist? It's like <laughs> your cardiologist makes more money. Do you know why your cardiologist yep. makes more money? Cuz they are a specialist in fixing hearts, right? So, you need to figure out how to be the cardiologist for what you do. And that's, and because cardiologists drive Ferraris, right? So it's like, you have got to be the guru, or as I like to say, the czarina of the thing that you do. Because, you know, when it comes to small business, when it comes to targeting small business owners with marketing efforts, that is what my company, my consulting company specializes in. We help major brands target small businesses effectively with marketing and, and messaging and packaging and bundling and pricing. We help large companies know how to talk to small business owners because, you know, if a major corporation has been doing nothing but selling to enterprise customers, what the heck do they know about small business owners' needs, wants, and how we buy? <laughs> they don't know True. at all. But, but that's my lane. I own my lane. You want to go to market strategy for the SMB market, Quintessence Group is the company for you. That's all we do. Period. And you have to get down to that level of focus. You really, really do. That's how you win. Well, Melinda, thank you so much for taking the time to come on and, uh, and share your experience, your knowledge, your wisdom with our, uh, with our audience. Thank you. I can't a thousand thank yous. And uh, thank you for listening to the Mind Your Business podcast presented by the Minds at Mind Development and Design. And uh, we will see you next time. From the minds at Mind Development and Design, thank you for joining us today. Until next week, make sure you mind your business. Do you do wop wop, say what yeah?